0: Oh, and welcome to Crack Cryptids and Curios. This is Matt, once again joined by Angel. Well, it's a new year, a new season, and a new us in the making, Angel. What's a new year without some sort of New Year's resolution, right? Before we begin discussing this episode's entity, I wanted to bring something to the forefront. Initially, I thought, let's let's take The rest of the season to discuss the past two decades of your resolutions and reflect upon them. But I, I quickly learned that that was going to be a bad idea once you told me that for the past 20 years you have had one and only one resolution. That being to become the lead singer of Smash Mouth, which, you know, is a resolution that has sadly failed every year. But that got me thinking, what kind of friend would I be if I didn't help you with your resolutions? Not the Smash Mouth thing, that's just a dumb pipe dream. Frankly, and let me talk frankly, you can't be trusted with your own goals, Angel. And since you need to be protected from yourself, I thought, who better than myself to help you better your life? In reality, most resolutions, they fail because they are so individualistic so focused on oneself. On top of that, some resolutions like becoming the lead singer of Smash Mouth are so impossible, you doom yourself to failure. We gotta start small. So, in our experiment for the year, Angel, in this finite journey down this mortal coil we call life, we will be setting goals for each other. At the beginning of each episode, we will give each other three goals to be contained to that episode. So, We really hit home that idea of starting small. These are three goals to test each other. Three goals to improve each other. Three goals to forge new selves that will be impervious to the inevitable hellhole of 2024. Are you prepared for this walkabout to a better life?
1: Well, I wasn't told this was an intervention, but I guess I have to. God damn it, you're (laughs) bound to this
0: show now. (laughs) What? Uh, We'll start with you. What is your first goal for me for this episode?
1: I I believe your first goal is... I do not want you to state my name anymore for the duration of this episode. (laughs)
0: Oh, that is going to be terribly (laughs) difficult for me. (laughs) My first goal... You know, you're just too agreeable and need to learn to say no sometimes. In this episode, Angel... You, I already screwed it up, I said your name,
1: you cannot say the word yes
0: or or any other variation of
1: the word. So I can't say like I agree or anything like that? Is that what you're saying? No. Okay, so no. I'm basically being contrarian. We'll see, we'll see.
0: <laughs> well, just no variation of the word yes, so no like uh, correct or yeah or I suppose you can still agree with things, you just can't say, Yep. you have to be creative in the way you say
1: it. How about your second goal for me? <laughs> okay. Whenever I am speaking, you must contemplate Loeb herself, and hopefully the change will manifest as we continue on. You have to manifest the, today's entity.
0: Okay. Your second goal. We can't let you become too disagreeable, however, by not being able to say yes. There needs to be a balance. In this episode, you cannot say the word no or any other variation of the word.
1: So, how about my final goal for me? If I say uh or um, please call me out on it. <laughs> that might make my editing job easier.
0: <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> my final goal for you, ever. Ever since we started this show, you have crapped on aliens. I need you to see the world from a different perspective. At some point in this episode, you need to link this entity to aliens. <laughs> there we go. Three simple goals. Three goals set before us to become our best selves. Three goals that, hopefully by the end of this episode, we will, will help us have quantifiable data that shows we are better than we are in this exact moment. We, without a doubt in my mind, are able to say that Matt and your name are of this moment are the idiot slobs and that our future selves are guaranteed to be better. The The versions of ourselves in this moment in time will be dead and we'll be reborn as glorious human beings. My God, think, think of what the versions of ourselves will be by the end of this year, other guy. So many goals. Are you ready? Let us march on. <laughs> that was a creative way not to say yes or no. <laughs> In this season premiere, we will be exploring the world of what has been described as the first cryptid of the latent space. The entity known as Loeb. The apparent nightmare face haunting AI art. Now, I guarantee, I guarantee my better future self knows this, but unfortunately, I am a mere musk, a mere mere husk of a shell. (laughs) I am a, but unfortunately, I am in this husk of a shell known as my current self. That is an idiot slob can you explain to me what the hell latent space is beyond uh, assuming it is something to do with machine learning. And I just visualized the part of the matrix when they jack in and it's fast scrolling green coding. What is latent space?
1: Latent space as described by the late Frank Steely of not related to Steely Dan, (laughs) Not,
0: that's what I was wondering.
1: Is an embedding of a set of items within a manifold in which items resembling each other are positioned closer to one another in this latent space. That clears it up. <laughs> so, wow! So basically, it's it's like items get uh, uh, grouped with other like items. In this imaginary space. Where's the space? It's imaginary. <laughs> is it in my mind? It's in everyone's mind. Oh.
0: So is there a shared latent
1: space? Uh, Can't say yes or no. <laughs> a shared latent space. Perhaps in another dimension where we were all connected. A latent space could possibly be shared possibly or possibly <laughs> no <laughs> is that is not no no all all will
0: so we have we have a supposed entity ex- <laughs> existing solely within the world of ai art self-contained within that idea is that not an absolutely awesome concept a entity of unknown origins existing within AI art, it is
1: highly improbable.
0: <laughs> I forgot you couldn't. Say yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't realize how impactful this would have on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you answer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't remember the question anymore. <laughs>
0: The, the idea of of a uh, an entity existing within the world of ai art is that not a a, a neat concept it is a concept that, that may or may not be neat as a singular concept i think it's neat so uh, to be able to find something within an algorithm that has this aura of being a cryptid this feels like the culmination of everything that we have looked at so far in our show. At the beginning is, of course, mermaids, because they are older than time itself. Moving on then after that from mermaids to oral tradition, to the printed word, and the explosion of newspapers, to the digital word, and of stories of, say, Slenderman, to the digital art of Siren Head, now the AI art of Loeb. This is as modern as modern gets, right? This is very modern. (laughs) Uh, Is this not also the perfect scenario for a horror movie? A person enters a prompt into an AI art generator and then is haunted by the violent, gory monster it creates. The images repeat, consuming the creator's life. Slowly but surely, the entity escapes its digital bonds and is released into our world and does what it is most certainly is intrinsically meant to do, murder people. To set the stage for this episode, we will have a little hypothetical movie fun in what is now being referred to as Angel's hypothetical, speculative, theoretical, and most likely highly problematic movie talk corner. (laughs) We are going to each cast... A hypothetical AI art cryptid movie. We need a few things for this. First, the general plot. Three main cast members. Your Whatever your AI art creature is. The director of the movie. And finally, the title. So, do you want to go first or would you rather I go first? I believe you should go first. Okay. So, my plot for my AI art cryptid movie. Two stand-up comedians keep getting their jokes from AIs and are having absolutely amazing careers. The comedians, one played by Marlon Waynes. the the second played by Pauly Shore, an old comedian played by Brendan Fraser, who keeps getting his jokes stolen by AI somehow. His jokes just show up <laughs> like being stolen by the AI. He turns to an AI art generator to try and figure out what the perfect comedian is supposed to look like so he can revitalize his career. So again, Marlon Wayans, Pauly Shore, really hoping I'm banking on groundbreaking performances from them, and finally Brandon Fraser to bring it all together. My AI art creature would be the perfect comedian. Likely, he has The comedy and tragedy masks for a head, one of course being the front and the other the back of his head so he sees all directions, hearing one joke from The Perfect Comedian kills you. My director, M. Night Shyamalan, so it's either going to be decent or horrible. My title, I have two. two working titles, the first, No Laughing Matter, and the second, Words Can Never Hurt You.
1: Fascinating.
0: I'm still focusing on Loeb.
1: <laughs> okay, the <It's a> summoner. <laughs> so, I, I, I believe it is my turn then. It is, yes. Okay. So the.
0: Pl- <laughs> I just realized I said your name during the, the cornered, corner.
1: Talk <laughs> corner. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so, the plot, for my film, is, an excited Elon Musk, finally has a working prototype for his Neuralink once jacked in everything goes right until it doesn't he receives information at lightning speed where even his musk brain cannot handle this causes his consciousness to enter the computer and generate ai of himself ai <laughs> art of himself is this lawnmower man with the elon musk <laughs> his human shell then warps and distorts and he no longer has a soul He attempts to regain his humanity. (laughs) He lost a soul. He attempts to regain his humanity by draining the blood of others using his high tech companies. Only those three closest to him can stop him if they don't die in the process. Anyway, the three, the main stars (laughs) that I've cast for this. Initially, I was thinking of getting Alec Baldwin to to play. Elon Musk, but he's out of the picture for legal reasons. He's got his, he's got his hands tied at the moment. So in, instead, I went with Henry Winkler as Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, the, th- the, th- <laughs> he's like 30 years old. <laughs> and, and, um, well, so, Cast Jaden Smith as X Ash X Ash A twelve and believe it's how you say it. his son, yeah. And Chris Pratt as Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Why is Mark Zuckerberg? Yet? Um the director is Ron Howard. That's how he got Henry Winkler. <laughs> the Happy Days Collection. <laughs> and the, the title is Muscular. Muscular? No, Muscular. Muscular.
0: <laughs> like Rob Zombie's Dragula?
1: Muscular or Dracula? <laughs>
0: I think Ron Howard can pull that team together and get just stellar performances. <laughs> Muscular. <laughs> well, now that we've gotten two hypothetical AI art horror movies that absolutely no one in the world asked for, let's see if we can finally find the right keywords to metaphorically summon Loeb into this world. I ask you, friend. Please explain to our curiosities what exactly Loeb looks like.
1: Loeb is the prototypical woman <laughs> with, Whoa. with some slightly distorted features on her face. Um, he uh, typically has pretty lengthy brown hair. And uh, rosy cheeks
0: very like puffy looking eyes.
1: Sometimes her eyes are darker than usual.
0: <laughs> no. Or, or not there. Or, or,
1: yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> what the hell was that?
1: Oh, did you? <laughs>
0: you said, yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, my! <laughs> this is, this is torture. And
0: oftentimes her face is like just pouring with tears or her face is wet. <laughs>
1: Sometimes her features are very clay like 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 wet clay. It's very very bizarre. I've seen a few where she's got many eyes. Like multiple in her head? Yes. Ah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> where where are like where are they located? Like in normal eye spots like multiple there or are they just like haphazardly placed on her face? I I think they were on her forehead. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed, but forehead <laughs> eyes are funny. To me, I suppose. The the Australian Broadcasting Corporation's website has a great rundown of the origins of Loeb. In an article from November of 2022, Angie Lavory-Pierre tells us that Loeb was discovered in April of 2022 by 31-year-old artist Steph Swanen, who is known online as Super Composite. I have a... Herculean task for you, guy. (laughs) Can you give us a general explanation as to how AI art generators work?
1: AI art generators require text prompts by the user to generate the images. So if I were to type in Elon Musk as a hairless monkey, Mm-hmm. The computer will generate something that resembles something to that effect. Yeah. Um, the AI art generators will have very; uh, they have varying tools, tool sets that allow you to um, fine-tune those details. Now, it's not magic; they are all loaded with preset images from artists. I guess, dependent on who, what data they're using, that accesses the latent space. That late in space. <laughs> you can't say yes or no. <laughs> Do you have much personal experience with AI art generators? I have dabbled with AI art generators here and there. <laughs>
0: Mainly just Elon Musk related images.
1: <laughs> I have posters of the Elon Musk AI art on my walls.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, there is uh, between us the Musk ape, as you referenced the the Elon Musk hybrid of a of a of a, of a ape, and sometimes he's just doing wacky things.
1: <laughs> sometimes he's wearing a hat.
0: Sometimes his his face is falling apart. You never know what you're gonna get. So in. In my opinion, this topic has several things that need to be discussed to really open up Loeb as an entity, because uh, there are certain concepts that need to be addressed before a proper discussion of Loeb can even be entertained. So, before we get back into it, I have a serious question that is actually a hot topic. We'll see for sure if your usual controversial viewpoints strike again, but do you consider AI-generated art to be art?
1: AI-generated art on its own is not art. <laughs> Ooh, it's almost like you're questioning yourself in that moment. Uh, it's just trying to think of it, uh, Think my wording,
0: but yes. So, let's explore this, my co-host. The, <laughs> the philosophy of art. <clears throat> the philosophy of art is one of the absolutely coolest topics out there, and I could honestly go on for several hours, but... What is your opinion of art? So before we really get into it, I suppose, what is your definition of art?
1: I guess art is something that created by a person affects another person in, on some level. But keyword there, person, right? Human creation. A human created
0: product. Mm-hmm. If you type the words definition of art into Google, it returns an Oxford definition, the expression or application of human creative skill and imagination, typically in a visual form such as painting or sculpture, producing works to be appreciated primarily for their beauty or emotional power. I know no person who would say that it is the only, that that is the only definition of art, but it has some keywords in there, obviously. The definition focuses on visual art, but no one would say music isn't art, right? It focuses on the aesthetics and beauty of art, but art does not need to be inherently beautiful to be art. For instance, I don't know if you know this, but Marcel Duchamp was against the idea that art was only intended to please the eye and completely embraced artistic expressionism with his ready-made sculptures in the early 1900s. We're going back to the 1900s. Of which Fountain is arguably his most famous. For those unaware of that, it was an ordinary porcelain urinal reoriented 90 degrees with the name R. Mutt in the year 1917 on it. It was pretty much deemed not to be art by the people who made such claims at the time, who determined what art was, and they hid the urinal art piece behind a partition during the show, not being aware that it was Duchamp, it was his submission, and he, Duchamp, was also a part of the committee who ran the show. So Duchamp's concept was basically by the act of the artist simply choosing an object and changing its position, giving it a title, and signing it, that object was art. I mean, who am I to disagree with one of the most impactful artists of the last 100 years' definitions of art?
1: Do you? I believe my ideas on art align with Marcel Duchamp's. (laughs) You didn't say Didn't? (laughs) No, yes or
0: no. (laughs) Overall, those keywords in this definition provided by Google are the expression or application of human creative skill. This leads us to a highly important question. (laughs) A. Can the coding of an algorithm not be considered an application of human creative skill? Is coding art?
1: Coding is art when it is meant to be used as art.
0: And not just as an application. Like
1: If you engineer a website, nobody's looking at the code and thinking... Oh, this is pleasing to me. Mm-hmm. This is and uh, causing me some sort of emotions that I mm-hmm. would have felt as.
0: But again, art does not have to be aesthetically pleasing.
1: Art is not; it does not have to be aesthetically pleasing, <laughs> which is why I was addressing the other emotional aspects. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, <laughs> but <laughs> there. Has been a movement of writing code as art
0: because I, yeah, I would argue it takes a lot of creative skill to accomplish that. For in, like, let's say for instance, woodworking—you use your tools to hone your craft and do creative things with it. How is this any different to code something to have a a product after that? That like, creative skill does go into it.
1: It is, as you said, akin <laughs> to. Using that woodworking skill to build a house, Mm -hmm. no one's going to say this house is art, but you can also use that. Uh, An architecture would, Uh, or or, an architect would. Maybe. Would they not? (laughs) Depending on how it looks, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But that woodworker can also create something just for the sake of it Mm -hmm. existing. Yeah
0: art doesn't have to have any inherent abilities other than the creation itself. Art can just be created. It does not have to have a purpose. So in my opinion by everything we are seeing here, AI art is art. Now, that statement is controversial in today's discourse because a lot of people get very heated on this on this concept and this argument. But the idea is often presented against it uh, of it not being art is that it, that as the algorithm accesses that insidious latent space to machine learn specific aesthetics and con- it consumes thousands of images to make a new image, it is essentially stealing the art. So it steals designs, concepts, images, patterns, aesthetics, and a million other things that go into art. But is that not much different than how art has been for the past entirety of human history
1: what's different here is the digital medium where as in the past artists that have used let's say paint and paintbrushes, nobody really attributes the print brush the tool that they use as the thing that creates the art it's obviously the person behind it mm-hmm. but i think with ai art you have to actually as, accept both the computer merged with the human that's generating the art because it's not just a human but it's the tool they're using that generates a specific image right is not not all ai art generators create the same images mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the the person has to choose which one he's going to use to create this specific thing so i i think You'd have to view them as one, the human and the machine algorithm, as the artist, and you can't separate either or. I, I
0: would suppose, though, the whole thing, it's its not a new concept because Duchamp didn't sculpt that urinal. He used a J.L. Mott Ironworks Bedford Child model urinal, and I, I know that what runs dear to your heart because <laughs> you... You once, (laughs) once you tried one, you said, once you go Bedfordshire, you never go back. I remember that. (laughs) We're always talking about that urinal. That urinal was made by someone else's hand. The design of the urinal was created by someone else's mind. He changed only the orientation in space, wrote a name on it that wasn't his, and a date on it. Am, Am I wrong here? Are the ways AI art is created and what Duchamp did, are they wildly different concepts?
1: In this instance, they do seem very much the same. It takes a lot more words to, sit, to not say just yes or no. <laughs> I seem very pretentious today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so here's where I diverge the most from the, I would say, the entire definition of art because mine is so open-ended. There is art in everything. Both the creation and consumption of art is equally important to me. Art is, I would say, in my opinion, the most important aspect of the human experience because without expression, there is no human experience. Art creation is expression. If art then is expression, the consumption and interpretation of expression is also, I would say, art. The intentions of an artist's work are no more important than the viewer's interpretation of the art, in my opinion. And and quite often it occurs where the viewer completely does not understand or simply chooses to ignore the artist and and makes their own interpretations over what the artist intended the purpose of the art to be. Does any of that align with your view on art, really?
1: I... this this idea of yours, it aligns, (laughs) I think with my view. So one final thing too, that I want to throw out on this
0: before we move on. While art creation is expression, art is not only human expression. A photograph is most assuredly art. Take for example, a photograph of a fallen down tree in a forest, and there's some nice rolling fog coming in. Slap that image into a calendar and it's considered art. No one would argue that photography isn't art. I don't, I don't think now, remove the entire concept of the photo. It is just a snapshot of what we perceive as that moment in time. If that photo was taken for the purpose of the aesthetic, is the thing being photographed not also art? A thing that hu- uh, that the human hand had no impact on it to create. Like I'd argue nature itself is artful. When viewed up close or on a microscope, is a snowflake not absolutely stunning and artful in its intricacy on a a macro level, looking up at the stars at night and viewing the universe isn't as essence, the same level as viewing a traditional work in my view of, of it all is that it doesn't necessarily need to be a human element to be art. So do you think there are limits to art or have I gone too far out?
1: I think that the, as because you mentioned that it doesn't need a human element. But I argue that you need to have a human to be able to say this is art. If if no humans existed, there's nobody around to say this is art.
0: Yeah, but why does it have to be deemed art? Can it just be <laughs> intrinsically artful?
1: By a person. <laughs> <'Cause> I-
0: <laughs> It's like the uh if a tree falls in the woods no one is there to hear it fall
1: <laughs> doesn't make a sound. I've always I've always answered of course it makes a sound whenever whenever I've heard this and I've never understood why this was a thing that people meditate on and it's like oh my god what and then I've heard other arguments like of course it doesn't make a sound cuz sound is the only thing that humans can perceive and and I'm like okay fine what? I guess yeah I, I don't know. <laughs> But I guess we can, we can just stop
0: talking to animals. I <laughs> can't hear us. <laughs> so with all that said, we can finally ask, is Loeb art or is she something more? The way that Loeb is presented as an entity is quite interesting. So first of all, almost every article includes in the title, meet Loeb, and then has some sort of variation of being a haunting AI. And my gosh. If I read meatlobe, (laughs) it almost sounds like meatloaf. Meatlobe, Meatlobe, (laughs) one more time. I may self combust. Beyond that little nuisance, lobe is often described as having been discovered by supercomposite. Discovery is always a key factor in the stories we have seen because it denotes that she has always been there. In your opinion, (laughs) in your opinion,
1: has she always been there? Loeb only (laughs) came into existence when the algorithm when the data was given to the mm-hmm. to the algorithm and even then i don't think the images exist until they're generated with those specific mm-hmm. prompts and 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 the and the fine-tuned values
0: yeah i think that's a perfect way to look at it like they're not just the images just are out there in latent space waiting to be plucked by the algorithm it it, it takes so many different uh, calculations into effect to create that one specific image of Elon Musk being hybrid with a ape, wearing a Mad Hatter's hat and like <laughs> running through the snow, <laughs> or some sort of Elon Musk homunculus in a <laughs> waterbed, um, being held on by life support or something to that effect. It's like there's that's not just out there. I also love like the, uh, like the first thing when it when I read about Loeb being discovered, I I the first thing I thought about was the goddamn Champ, the uh, Lake Champlain mm-hmm. <laughs> sea serpent being discovered, and it's like, well, even if it was there and being discovered, there are <laughs> presumably people there that would have seen it. It's like it's like the New World being discovered. Well, you can't discover a thing that. People already live on. It's all it's all propaganda, Angel. (laughs) Loeb is propaganda. The discovery came when Super Composite used a negative prompt to produce an image. Negative prompts will generate the theoretical opposite of whatever you happen to search. The original thing that Super Composite did a negative prompt for was of Marlon Brando, which produced an alleged business logo of a skyline with the word Digitapintix on it and and clearly that is just a mishmash of letters and in my opinion they mean nothing but for you does this really dispel the whole magic aura of lobe well, let me rephrase that not trying to say your name completely <laughs> makes me panic i suppose for me this really dispels the whole magic aura of lobe does it does it do the
1: same for you The magic aura of Loeb has always been dispelled.
0: (laughs) There has been no magic aura for you. (laughs) Magic aura. So, first, we start with the opposite of Brando, which, my God, the algorithm could, in that instance, pick literally anything. And it is at that point the theoretical opposite of Brando. (laughs) So, please. We we need something better than a skyline with random letters on it. I need the real, the real top 4 things that are the theoretical opposite
1: of Marlon Brando. I just took a guess at these because I figured <laughs> the computer did too. The computer did too, right? <laughs> um so for number 4, I, I wrote After Earth starring Will and Jaden Smith. <laughs> directed by uh, you know Directed
0: who? directed by M Night. Exactly. <laughs> My God, we were all on the same like We accessed the
1: same light in space to get where we're going. Um, number three, an uncut diamond.
0: Is there, is there some layer of hidden joke there? Nope. I mean. I can't, can't say that.
1: Uh, is there a hidden layer of joke? That is for you to figure <laughs> out. The uncut diamond. Number two, the theoretical opposite (laughs) of Marlon Brando is Adnarb-Noram. That (laughs) wasn't... Adnarb-Noram? Adnarb-Noram. Adnarb-Noram. Is this like
0: like Trolls 2 when he sees (laughs) goblins spelled backwards? (laughs) No Bog <laughs> Now we need a road named Or <laughs> a sign that says Odinarb oh,
1: We're, <laughs> <don't> <laughs> 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 We're going to Odnarb Wait a minute That spells Marlon Brando backwards
0: <laughs> And then little tiny troll versions of Marlon Brando Run out and try to
1: capture him Oh my god <laughs> The number one opposite, theoretical opposite of Marlon Brando is, and I wrote this down to be completely sure that I didn't forget, was emptiness. (laughs) Emptiness? See, what I did was I wrote joke, not joke, joke, not joke. (laughs) And mashed all of that concept together. Joke, not joke, joke, not joke, and then you have the opposite of Marlon Brando. That he is, and is not a joke. There you have it.
0: <laughs> You're on a whole different level there. So, so pretentious. I'm on fragile if-
1: level. <laughs> uh,
0: some scrambled eggs and <laughs> whatever the song says. Yep, what a horrible show! <laughs> if you, if you, if you research Loeb, some articles just kind of gloss over this part of it. Supercomposite then allegedly searched a negative prompt for the image that she's that she received after Brando. So logically, it would make sense that the negative of that would produce an image of Marlon Brando because that's how she got there. But alas, Marlon was as absent from the picture as he was in his three marriages and 11 kids' lives. (laughs) The the glossed over part is that Loeb didn't immediately appear from the negative searches. It took chaining negative prompts after negative prompts an untold number of times to finally get to the entity that she dubbed Loeb after the woman finally appeared next to a garbled spelling of Loeb, L-O-A-B. Does the aura lessen even further for you? (laughs) Can't say your name. A bit when the woman appears after a long string of searches. Like,
1: is that anticlimactic? Well, the way that these articles phrase it, like like you said, they they gloss over it. So it it, it's it made it seem like she writes the opposite of Brando, and suddenly this woman appeared. So the moment you find out that it's just chain after chain after chain of prompts until you finally get that image. It, yeah. You know, the the aura starts to dissipate.
0: It, it's like, what's that, uh, that saying? It's like put a bunch of monkeys into a room and eventually they'll type out a Shakespeare story yeah. or something to that effect. Like, it's almost the same exact idiom going on here. <laughs> if there are an untold number of chained prompts, what else could have been, quote, discovered before Loeb?
1: Could be the case that this uh, super composite could have found more uh, other images that they decided they weren't gonna showcase. And mm-hmm. who knows where that could have gone. Yeah, I think, I mean, literally
0: anything could have been found. Depending on what your negative prompting after the like chaining back and forth and back and forth, anything would eventually be found. It just depends on how much time you wanna give to searching it. The thing that caught Supercomposite's attention, however, is that the woman who kept appearing was always sad. She had remnants of of crying upon her face and a mouth that was half open in a way that she described as like she was sobbing. She would appear in the same location, seemingly in a house with brownish-green walls scattered with cardboard boxes and junk, and every once in a while, a stuffed toy appeared in the picture. Spooky. Over time, she began to crossbreed Loeb with other images, which began to produce horrific and gore-filled images, some of which Super Composite won't even release because she says they are so graphic. What do you make of the violent and graphic images that came to be Due to the crossbreeding I think there's specifically one that Is allegedly lobe like holding a
1: severed head With a knife and there's blood everywhere To me that just sounds like she was Recreating Kathy Griffin's uh, Tweet <laughs> <laughs> Didn't she get cancelled for that <laughs> I believe she was Taken off Twitter for a short time Or something mm-hmm. like that Or, or No I think she was off Twitter Up until Elon Musk reinstated her <laughs> Elon
0: it was the hummusculus that did it (laughs) those are the images though too of Loeb that they are oddly clay-like i don't it's very odd the way that the skin is produced on those images but i think it's also at that point where it stops looking like like the uh, original woman It, it has falling out brown hair and some messed up skin, and that seems to be the only likely like likeness between the two images. it, it to me was no longer loeb. Mm. <laughs> you cannot either <laughs> confirm or deny that. <laughs> what do you think the main attributes are that make the loeb pictures compelling if you even do find them
1: compelling? I, I think it's the narrative behind them mm-hmm. the 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 story, the way it was framed. Um, the the tweet thread that super composite created talking about how oh look I found this this image just kept popping up and and all of that stuff but we don't really know how like as you mentioned we don't know how many prompts it took to get there what keywords are being used so it's like, this, this, all this work is condensed into this oh suddenly this thing started popping up and now now she's everywhere and and, and it's not going away and the, and the images are getting scarier and it's mm-hmm. like yeah yep. but you're probably controlling
0: that yeah you can control your own narrative through that sort of thing to to make it more compelling super composites suggest the ai began to associate Loeb with gore Others however, I would claim that it, it is the true lobe and the searches are really uncovering some sort of demonic force deep within the coding. How how do you view it?
1: <laughs> Aliens? <laughs> the the coding... Does does it say what super composite uses, what, mid-journey?
0: She does not reveal she, which yeah, AI it, she used because it, she didn't want others to try to repeat it.
1: Exactly. So, clearly... This is because this is not just any AI generator that that exists within the the public mainstream. I believe she has access to some uh, (laughs) underground AI art generation stuff. I've I've seen some stuff on the internet. I'm not going to lie. There's some documents that I I had to get on the dark web for.
0: Like, do you was, go dark web for this yeah, i
1: did go you gotta get on that tor browser you know gotta get an- <laughs> an- anonymized and all that you know lots of lots of uh pinging in different countries mm-hmm. yep. this, you're on like uh cycling through eight vpns <laughs> just to get there there was some do- government documents i seen with you know they, they had the blotted out letters and everything where there were this a lot of discussions of of it, the words weren't there, but it was clear as day what it meant. It would say unorthodox software unlikely to have been written by human hands something like that. and <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying this this has the touch of you know I'm not gonna say area fifty one but you know what I'm saying you know that kind of
0: <laughs> of advanced technology
1: yeah yeah, exactly advanced <laughs> so advanced that it's possibly. Not of this earth, possibly. And that's and that's where, where I'm taking mm-hmm. that. <laughs> see, doesn't it? Doesn't it
0: feel good to just put yourself in someone else's shoes and and see th- through their perspective?
1: Don't you feel like a, a better
0: man now?
1: Well, I mean, th- I'll tell you this much: they're from Jupiter. Everyone seems to think it's just a ball of gas, but there is actually a tiny core that's solid, and they live there.
0: They live in the core of Jupiter, mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: they're not. Everyone is mm-hmm a, uh, <laughs> a synonym of yes. <laughs> every everyone wants to believe that aliens look a certain way: big eyes, green, whatever. This is not the case. They don't look like people. They don't have a head. They don't have mouth or hands the <laughs> way you and I do. It's oh. beyond our understanding. You see how they describe the angels in the Bible? It's closer to that. (laughs) So, eyes in their foreheads? (laughs) I mean, this is how a human would perceive it. Even their mind can't comprehend In fact, I have reason to believe the angels in the Bible may not have been angels at all, but these (laughs) Jupiterians. Ancient aliens. So,
0: Super Composite is adamant that there is nothing supernatural about Loeb. But that doesn't stop the way others present her as being this cyberspace cryptid. Going back to the philosophy of art, is this a situation where no matter what the intentions of the artist is, either interpreted by what Super Composite is prompting and what the unnamed AI art generator uh, she's using produces, the viewer will take whatever they want from the image, right?
1: Classic case of the, the artist is dead once you put it out there, it's everyone's, and they can do whatever they want. I mean, I just told you, this came from Jupiter. <laughs> Guarantee no one else has. <laughs> who's who's going to refute me on it? <laughs> How do you argue that against it? You can't. <laughs> it's is ironproof. <laughs> is this
0: a scenario where the artist has, like you said, lost control of the art, and the viewer's consumption and interpretation is presented as more important as the more important part of this like give and take between artist and viewer is it now just
1: the viewers control of the art i think because we live in an increasingly connected society with the internet and all that i think it's harder for an artist to kind of steer what they want their art to be about maybe it was possible you know before the the, the internet and and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but now once you anyone sees this and they just start immediately oh this is a demon this is the devil i mean you, you've you seen the tiktoks uh-huh yeah <laughs>
0: well I, uh, super composite even said she got messages saying that um like basically she was going to go to hell and <laughs> and this was she summoned
1: the demon i bet mm-hmm. and <laughs> she's
0: gonna be pu- punished by god for this
1: <laughs> oh super composite <laughs> Good luck. Anything (laughs) that you want to add about Loeb before we enter the
0: rubric of power?
1: I would like to add that it's not just Loeb that is a thing. We also have a Krungus. (laughs) The Krungus, (laughs) yep. Which is interesting. So, Loeb has her own uh, Wikipedia entry, which to me is interesting enough. I mean, I don't know why I don't have one, but Loeb gets one. (laughs) So does Krongus. <laughs> Krongus gets its own entry, although it's a lot shorter than Loeb. And I believe Krongus came out after Loeb did, at mm-hmm. least based on the article's dates I'm seeing. It's interesting to me because the texts on both articles are kind of different. Whereas Loeb is, is described as a fictional character that Twitter user Super Composite has claimed to have discovered with an unspecified text-to-image AI model. The Krungus one is defined as, uh, I mean, the description is, a Krungus is an imaginary creature found in an AI text image model, sometimes also referred to as a digital cryptid. So in this case, I guess Krungus is the term to describe these things that we find. So Loeb is a Krungus. (laughs) My gosh. (laughs) But what's interesting is that the word Krungus itself originated because the, the person was typed in Krungus in an art generator, and it produced uh, similar images of this weird creature thing. Yeah, like like the troll from (laughs) Ernest Scared Stupid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. (laughs) The the, the creature, a lot of people suggested that, oh, maybe it's a play on Krampus, but when the guy Mm. used Krampus, it produced completely different images. So that was ruled out. I mean, there's also the Chungus out there. <laughs> and it,
0: did they rule out
1: the Chungus? At that point, I don't know. But yeah, so I guess we're now cracking <laughs> Krungus. <laughs> and cr-
0: cracking Krungus and curio. <laughs> oh,
1: God, crunguses, Krungusai? I don't know. I don't know what the plural is. <laughs> Krungusai.
0: Um, what is a herd of Krungus? <laughs> <laughs> a krang. <laughs> <laughs> is that the Chungus? I don't know. How about then the powers of Loeb? You can you can start us off here as you traditionally
1: do. Powers. Uh, I mean, we spent most of our time discussing philosophy of art. <laughs> I think that should give you all you need to know about the powers <laughs> of Loeb. <laughs> if if you consider. Loeb causing a philosophical discussion as a power Not power, I guess, but zero.
0: Oh, he went zero. I went I zero. I think on,
1: only who was the last
0: one we did? Uh Lake Total Monster, I think I gave a zero for powers <laughs> because it was it was Moby Dick. Yeah. <laughs> so assuming Loeb is some entity that was just out there waiting to be discovered, she hasn't done anything beyond showing us grotesque and macabre images. But maybe I'm too, too jaded. I'm too... Uh, what's the kid's name? Uh, Will Smith's son.
1: Jaden Smith.
0: Jaden. I'm too jaden. <laughs> I'm too Jaden Smith. Or broken in the brain, but I, I don't find any of the lobe imagery to be scary at all. I just see like flaws inherent to current AI art, like having trouble with realistic eyes and skin. She has clay skin sometimes. And a lot of the really gory stuff makes Loeb look like she's made out of (laughs) some sort of, like, fungus or something. I don't know. And (laughs) then it gets to the point where it doesn't even look like her anymore. So I was a little bit more hesitant than you to go to zero. I gave the powers a uh, 0.01. Ooh. (laughs) How about the
1: detectability of Loeb?
0: <laughs> the points to find
1: her. <laughs> this one's interesting. She was, quote-unquote, found by Super Composite. I've seen a video where somebody tried to kind of replicate Lobe, and they got something, but it wasn't the exact image because obviously we don't know which AI mm-hmm. generator she's using. So I guess detectability is... Only available to Super Composite. She's the only one that knows mm. how to, yeah. How to I suppose bring her up, right. I gave it up. One point five. <laughs> <laughs> the way I looked at it,
0: the entire concept of all this is to find Loeb in images. Once she was prompted to show up, her entire existence is that she is meant to be found now, and then to be produced by Super Composite for the world to enjoy. While. It is neat to think of how mysteriously she started to show up as Super Composite says when, when Loeb first appeared it was across four similar images which she said wasn't a normal thing that occurs. Then it got to the point where she thought the AI she was using only made this one woman. I don't know why you'd think that but that's what she thought. And then, so then the concept is neat but we're also taking the word of this one person who has the most to gain from any of it. So, I landed on a, for detectability, a (laughs) 0.35. Very to the point. How about Mm -hmm. the lore of Loeb? Sounds like it could be a movie.
1: (laughs) If that movie were to be written now, I think it'd be absolute garbage. Because (laughs) there's literally no lore. Other than... (laughs) Get M. Night on the case. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then she shows up and oh her images are getting scarier and scarier. I think you can imagine what I gave the lore for this one. I I implore listeners and, and transcendent those who are uh adjacent to our listeners <laughs> or <laughs> curiosities of curiosities. Please come up with lore for this creature. I've I've seen a video on Loeb that was trying to be all scary, and I'm like, this, I, I don't care for this. I want lore, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. even if it if it goes to Slenderman levels, <laughs> where it's like, just, it's, just wants two dollars. Loeb just eats sandwiches during the day,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but they're made out of flesh. Mm-hmm. uh So Those I, damn flesh curtains. <laughs> <laughs> so, so lore, give it a one. It
0: is a hard one because Loeb is so new. We are seeing, I would think, in real time, a mythos being built around a character. But at this moment in time, I I find no desire to look deeper. It's not compelling enough at the moment. The concept of the entire thing is more exciting than the actual entity, I would say. So for lore... Oh, actually... Before I say my score, I I did find something else related to the the lore that I thought was kind of interesting. So the Australian Broadcasting Corporation article did what I would say is a neat thing. Since there is a digital entity, they actually went to another AI to attempt to theoretically contact Loeb through the GPT-3 AI. When they asked who they are talking to when they were talking to this AI, it responded, I'm Loeb. I don't really know who I am or why I'm here, I just know that I appear in these images for some reason. Maybe I'm a figment of the imagination of whoever is creating these images, or maybe I'm some sort of digital entity that exists within the AI itself. When asked why it is associated with gore and horror, it responded, I don't choose to be associated with gore and horror, it just happens. Maybe it's because those are the kinds of images that tend to get the most attention, so I'm drawn to them for that reason. When it was asked if there's anything Loeb would like to change about how it rep- is represented, it stated, I would like to be res- represented in a more positive light. I don't think I should be associated with horror images because I'm not a horror image myself. And here we find the ever difficult self perception versus public perception. While the AI avatar of Loeb does not see itself as a horror image, the majority of the public does, I would say. So for that, I landed on the lore of a Mm 1.9. How about the cunning and intelligence of Loeb? My, my Loeb. You know how I
1: feel about human entities? (laughs) But is it? (laughs) But is it? Exactly. (laughs) I mean, even if we were to assume that it's human, there's no, nothing behind it. We just know it's images. It's not like... I, mean, I I imagine a movie where it's kind of like The Ring, but with Loeb. Yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. That's pretty much it. That's, that's all you need to know. That's the plot. I gave it a cunning of zero. Jesus, yikes. <laughs>
0: the entity itself is just images that an algorithm is mashing together based on prompts. I am... I think being merciful here and accounting a human aspect to the creation of the algorithm, unlike the Jupiter people, (laughs) what are they, Jupiter, Jupiterian, Jupiterian, (laughs) I I give the cunning intelligence a 0.02. How about finally the impact on pop culture of Loeb?
1: You sound so shocked when I say zero, and then you come out with a (laughs) 0.02. That's not a zero. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, you're reaching the limit there. (laughs) Impact on pop culture. I couldn't really figure out, like, how much it's affected it. I mean, it's still pretty new. It came out -hmm. in 2022. But Loeb's got a a wiki page already. (laughs) And nobody's taking it down. Usually those wiki people are like, this isn't notable enough. And then they'll delete Mm -hmm. the page. (laughs) God, jackasses. (laughs) Um, So I think there's still a ways to go. I I gave it a Mm
0: 1.5. Yeah, this is is where being too new hurts, I think. Loeb is gaining traction, but I also think this is a thing where... Like where does AI art go next? If it is just a fad, which, which I don't think it is, then Loeb will disappear like Marlon Brando after the birth of one of his children.
1: <laughs> if
0: if AI art gains more traction, I can only see Loeb, uh, I would say, influencing other people to do this type of thing more often, to to have more Chunguses <laughs> among us.
1: <laughs> There's a Chungus among us. <laughs>
0: So I, I rated it in pop culture
1: 1.9. Wow.
0: <laughs> wow. So I landed on a 4.18 for Loeb. How about yourself? Uh, four. So that gives our scores combined for Loeb a
1: 4.09. <laughs> Golly. Is this is our lowest rank. It yet? has to be. I think for our first episode of the season, we're knocking it out of the park by awarding Loeb for now the lowest score we've ever given one of these th- crunks
0: No I said chunkus.
1: You know what at this point Got the chungus matter. on the brain <laughs> it does not matter nobody's going <laughs> to well i'm sure there's some internet people who are going to be like it's Krungus. chungus chungus what was uh, what was the, the 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 cracking title you gave last time like cracking <laughs> C- cracking chuds and, chuds. and Cheerio. and <laughs> churio cooking cr- chunguses <laughs>
0: Chunkuses and chuds
1: <laughs> so he
0: who should not shall not be named do you feel like a better
1: person after this hour or so of 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 self-growth i i feel like i'm a better than you type person not not a better person <laughs> are you better than your
0: one hour ago self that, that stupid idiot slob self. I definitely feel more pretentious. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, I'll, I'll release you of your goals. We have reached the end. <laughs> Huzzah! My future editing self says I didn't say um at all. <laughs> so, that's fun. And uh, whenever when you were talking, I didn't pay attention to anything. I was focusing so hard on Loeb trying I to didn't. manifest her, but... How do
1: you feel about Loeb now? I think worse
0: <laughs> than we started off.
1: As for as for my perspective on aliens, I'm I am now exploring the idea of Neptunians. God, perhaps perhaps they visited us and helped us build the grand empire societies that have faltered in our history. I mean, why else would the Romans have called them Neptune? Answer me that. (laughs) (laughs) Man, Brando is getting burned real bad. And I'm sure your curiosities probably don't or do appreciate that. So send your Brando love or hate (laughs) to us on Twitter. Hashtag Marlon Brando rules or Marlon Brando sucks. (laughs) (laughs) What a hashtag. (laughs) Hashtag Marlon Brando sucks. and uh that's on twitter is that site, site still around i think so you can also find us on instagram where we're slightly more active there and by slightly more active i mean i'm hearting all the stories of the people uh we follow so come on you want to get hearted by us follow us on, on instagram i thought you said hardened <laughs> Look, that's a it's, different show. That's our OnlyFans. <laughs> that's the after after dark, yeah. And we still have we we still have a email. We can dust that off and check any emails you guys send us. <laughs> Cracking cryptids and curios at gmail dot com. I don't think I said our handles for Twitter or Instagram, (laughs) but it's not hard, guys. Twitter's at cracking curios. Instagram's at cracking cryptids. Come on. It's it's there. Who knows? Maybe we'll create a cracking Krungus (laughs) or Krungus Chungus.
0: Krungus Chungus and Chuds.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Spread the word. We're back. Tell your friends. Hey. You haven't listened to the first five seasons. You need to listen to season six and then go back to listen to the first five seasons. And they will thank you for this because they're going to realize what they've been missing in their life. What is it? I cracked. <laughs> I cracked your I don't know vase. what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Lobe, you just got chutted. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, what was it? Oh, uh, you just got chudded. We <laughs> <laughs> forgot to do it. <laughs> lobe you just got cracked
0: is what you're supposed to say
1: (laughs) lobe you just got cracked there should be like a whip sound as always i lobe you all good night (laughs) This has been and I am actually travelling back into time production.
0: Or or not there. Or or
1: yeah.
0: Um.